I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's standing by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to episode 201. Yes, we made it. We got past a double century, so we've all raised our bats in the air. Cricketing analogy for someone who doesn't understand what that means. But uh, joining me tonight is uh, somebody who got a very nice uh, congratulations on our double century from former Yeovil Town manager Darren Soule, Mr Ben Barrett. Ben, tell us about that. That was that was that was off the record. That was. Oh, was it? Well, that was, was off the record. But what did he call us in he, in that he comment? He did. He did call us the absolute plebs. He wanted to congratulate the absolute plebs on reaching two hundred. Well, I don't think something as nice as that, if you're calling people plebs, is nice, should be off the record. So I'm quite happy to uh, have broken embargo. It's or quite all right. It's quite yeah. all right. I didn't. I, I I really don't mind. Yeah. So he. Dropped me a message to say congratulations on 200 to the absolute plebs. I said, you're more than welcome to come on. And he left me on red. So <laughs> there you go. Do so you remember when a Tory politician was sacked for calling a police a pleb? Remember that? Was it Andrew Mitchell? It was indeed Andrew if, Mitchell. If only yeah. it was that easy these days. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, now they do whatever they want. Well, to be fair, he left by the time he called us absolute plebs, didn't he? But, That's uh, true. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, I, I haven't introduced him, but you have just heard him there. Uh, a man <laughs> who witnessed Yeovil Town get what I described in when I was asking for questions as a big fat W 
A big fat Boys. W in the column. Yes, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We have our second win of the season. Mr. Ian Perkins, tell us all about it. All about it. Wow. I want to know everything from start to finish, from the moment you got out of your car to the moment you got back in it. <laughs> Where did okay. you park? Yeah. <laughs> Parked near work. Okay. Because um, it's free. Yeah. Uh, then I walked up to join the queue. I was on the phone to Dave, actually, who'd been on the phone to someone else beforehand. Um, walked up, joined the back of a very long queue. Yeah. And. Had a bit of a moan and a few supporters around had a bit of a moan as well. And then all of a sudden the queue got in, got cut in half. Oh. As the steward said, oh, go and, use, a, go and use another gate. And oh. so we walked the full length of the screw fix stand to the far side uh, to go in through the solihole supporters entrance. <sighs> and uh, then all, all the way back up to the H. Blimey. All of those... Rapid Solihull fans there from their Jaguar Land Rover plant were uh, probably baying for blood, I imagine. Well, that, well, what interesting. So I was walking in with the uh, the chairman of the Green and Whites and Supporters Alliance yeah. and um, uh, walked through the, the Solihull fans. And one Solihull fan stopped us and said, hey, if we get a penalty today, please don't make any racist chance, um, which was a bit... Banter, but not <laughs> not brilliant. Seems a strange thing to have banter about, but there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it was said with that sort of tongue in cheek <laughs> type. You know. Okay. Do, do, do you think that person had been thinking about saying, "I'm going to say that to a Yeovil fan today"? Been thinking about it since the minute they left Birmingham. They were like, "Do you know what I'm going to say?" I know. I know. I really will. I will, Dave. I will. I will say that. Yeah. I know. I, I I know. I will. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Oh, here's my chance. Well, well done to them. That's very um, big yeah, and very is, clever. So, yeah. almost, almost <laughs> as good as three points. Yeah, almost, almost. As good. Yeah. Okay. So you walked in. How how's Rich's knee? Rich Rendell, uh, yeah, green good. and white supporter sub. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All good. He's yeah, off on yeah. holiday in a couple of weeks. Is he? He had a knee replacement, didn't he? So I haven't seen him since he since he had it. But I have spoken to him a couple of times. So good to hear. He's right. Okay. So you're in the ground, right? Yeah. yeah. Now you're walking up to the edge. I am. Yeah. Found my seat. Had a look at the team and thought, what the hell is this? Who's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> playing where? Because yeah. obviously beforehand there was a lot of chat about, oh, it's a change of system. It's going to be a four. Uh-huh. And it wasn't. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we got all excited, I think. Well, I don't know. I didn't get excited. I didn't really see until I got in the ground. But um, yeah, and then, you know, I was in because of the having to go to the other end of the ground and get in the queue. By the time I got in my seat, it was sort of three minutes to kick off and they were on their way out. Um, so, yeah. And then we sort of, we started really well. Grant Smith had a couple of saves. Go on. So before you get there, the, the lineup yeah. was, so it was a three at the back. It was Bevan. Yeah. So it was Bevan, Staunton and Ben Richards-Everton. Uh-huh. And then it was five in midfield, really. It was Pearson, Diath, Worthington, Perry and Chory Johnson on the left. And then Malachi Linton paired with, Charlie Wakefield, so a new combination up front, and yeah, Pearson and Pearson That's... and um, Johnson were quite forward, I would have said, rather than wing backs. Um, did did Sam Pearson have to get involved in too much on the defensive side of things, or that you noticed? Um, yeah, so he was right in front of me in the first half, and Joe Sabara was sort of 
in that space behind him and in front of Bevan. So he was having to get back and we got caught out a couple of times on that left or on our right hand side, but um, Bevan sort of handled it pretty well. Um, I think had, I don't know. I mean, Sabara is one of the the better players in the division, isn't he? He scores a lot of goals and definitely, yeah. I feel like had he been firing, because I don't think Solihull played particularly well, had they perhaps been playing a little bit better, they may have got something. I think if they were going to get anything out of us, it seemed like in that first half, that was the way they were they were coming down our right-hand side and trying mm. to exploit Pearson. But as it happened, we sort of rode the storm in the first five minutes and um, should have been up straight away, really. That uh, chance for Jory Johnson where works really nicely. Um, Charlie Wakefield gets in that sort of, position that we want him to be in running down the right hand side and puts across all the way through the box to the back post and Johnson's there and I think it's hard to say how far out he was but just scored it was a great opportunity he I don't know if you saw his post-match press conference but he definitely thought he should have scored as well so uh, (laughs) he had a very what I can only describe as a rueful grin on his face but there we go yeah it was almost like he was he was coming into the box so quickly but he, and he just hit it so hard that it just yeah. went up and up and up and up and up. But it was that was like a really bright start. And then we kind of looked, I thought we looked pretty comfortable. They had a couple of chances, but nothing where you think, oh, they're going to do something here. It was all sort of edge of the box stuff. And um, yeah, we, we played some really, really nice stuff. It was a bit a little bit calmer in the middle of the middle of the half. I think they had a free kick that went just wide of the post and we probably should have scored we, we had another really good chance to score when we broke through they had a corner and we cleared it and suddenly Matt Worthington was sort of one-on-one he was in the middle of our half was one-on-one with one of their defenders and he's got Linton on the right hand side Charlie Wakeford on the left hand side and another player running with him and they're just bombing forward and he passed it left to Wakefield and I think if he'd gone right to Linton I think Linton would have had a better opportunity to shoot. But yeah, Wakefield took it and um, sort of got stuck in the pitch a little bit and tripped over. Um, But that was a good chance just before the end of the first half. And then it kind of just slowed down a little bit towards half time. But um, after that second half, after the half time break, it. In in the, uh, before before you get into the second half. (laughs) Yeah. On the, on, in, in the first half, they're listening to this solid old manager, Neil Ardley, in his post-match press conference. He was very critical of his side in the first half, saying they were off the pace and not getting in here, here and there. Is that doing us a disservice there? Because I was listening to um, Sheridan and Sam on the Sam Collard on the, on, on the radio, and it sounded like it was us dictating things as much as it was them being a bit off it. I know you said they were a bit off it, but do we have to give us a, a good slice of credit for that first half? Yeah, I think, I don't think, I don't think they knew quite how to line up against us, really. I mean, he didn't he say in his post-match that they had to change shape a couple of times to deal with it, but it did, yeah. that midfield three, like it wasn't particularly like the three centre midfielders. None of them were particularly going forward more than the other. So it was quite a packed Center of midfield with um Johnson and Pearson sort of getting getting forward on on the wide on the width, but yeah, they just didn't I forget who their number ten is who was in midfield. He Osborne. 
Osborne, yeah, he was cutting a frustrated figure because he was sort of picking up the ball and no one was around really. I mean, Dallas is, you know, one of the best strikers in the division and he didn't get a peep out of any of our defenders. Um, and yeah, we looked <laughs> we looked really comfortable, um, which, you know, going in at halftime at nil-nil, I think it... But, I think we were quite optimistic coming out that there was something in there. And I, I thought Solly hold up it because they didn't look to be playing with much intensity, but the first half was really slow. Both sides were um, sort of taking it quite easy, well, not taking it easy, but neither was, you know, didn't come out of the traps like they did in the first half. And there was a good chance for Josh Kelly that it was a great ball and in, in round the back of Josh Staunton and, um, Kelly runs onto it and I think he should have just smashed it, but he tries to like dink it over the keeper, I think, a little bit and gets it all wrong. Staunton was chasing him down quickly and the the um angle was sort of narrowing, but um he fluffed that up and then we took off Diath through injury and almost straight after Matt Worthington breaks through in the middle of the pitch just in front of the goal has a shot and the keeper pushes it wide and there's Johnson to tap it in with his left foot. It was um yeah sort of electric and at that point you're thinking oh <laughs> we're up here we go and nothing happened <laughs> Solihull just did not up it at all and it was almost it felt like they'd it felt like Solihull had scored a late equaliser and they were just happy with that and we're going to play out for a point like but obviously they were 1-0 down like half just, an hour to go then yeah there was plenty of time hour, wasn't it? yeah 57th minute it was plenty of time and they just didn't up it at all and you know part you know I think that's probably credit to us we were defending really well and we had good control of the ball I think Morgan Williams had a really good chance just afterwards um where the ball I think Fisher Fisher had a shot which was well saved again and Morgan Williams follows up almost quite similar to Johnson's goal but there's two solihull defenders throwing themselves in front of it to block it and then oh, we should have scored a second I think Pearson, I think it was Pearson who broke through. And um, he was, he had Williams charging in on the right-hand side. And if he just plays it right, it's one of those goals when you're playing FIFA that you knock it right and then it's just going to get, um, you know, you've got a, a, all the goal to aim at. But he decided to go on his own and it was charged down. But I think everyone was sort of screaming for him to pass it to Williams. But he wanted he wanted another goal, but... Yeah, and then the game just kind of, there was six minutes added on and it all sort of just went away quite calmly. <laughs> it wasn't like Dagenham where it was like backs to the wall for, you know, the entire second half. It was, you know, we, we should, have put them, should have put it to bed, really. I think we had a good couple of chances that could have put us two or three nil up and seen it out very comfortably. But as it was, it was quite a comfortable one nil, which was a nice feeling, a new feeling for this season. So we've got nothing to moan about. Should we just call it a day? Wrap it up? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I think I think the things that sort of stood out for me from that game were, you know, we've seen Chory Johnson play brilliantly at right wing back. And now we've seen him play brilliantly at left wing back. And you kind of think, <laughs> he's, got to, he's got to start some games now. I know he, he got injured, didn't he? Um, for before Boreham Wood and that sort of what kept him out. But, he looks, he looks brilliant. I mean, he's so quick, and 
he's so technically sound. Um, he just, you can tell that he's, and here's where you're going to be like, oh yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. You can tell that he has had a like really quality coaching as a young player because he's got that. At, at which club? Uh, I can't remember. Torquay. Um, <laughs> under under Gary Johnson because yeah. he's got that. He's just got that technique technique about him that say you know when you watch um you know i don't know a player who's not come from an elite level academy they haven't really got that and i think that's why he's so versatile he says he's happy to play in the middle and yeah. you know he's played on the right and the left and just and looks... in the middle of midfield he played in was it sir Altrin and Altrin. Ben? he played in the midfield is Ben still yep. awake? Like, I, sorry, think, I, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I am here. Sorry, I, I was just trying to make a joke about where else he's been. Yes, you can tell he's had a good training at Blackburn under 23s. <laughs> right. Dave's other team. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> always Blackburn. Uh, yeah, so I just think he, he's got that about him that you know some of our other players haven't, but he's he's yeah, the, the two starts that I've seen him make, he's been sensational so i think he's you know and i think he will probably be first choice in one or the other of those positions but sam pearson did really well i thought he was i thought he was more of a risker right wing back maybe than charlie wakefield was but he did his work really well and if anything it sort of freed up charlie wakefield to totally be a forward thinking player and he didn't you know he didn't get his goal or anything like that but he certainly looked more in the mood than he has done at any other point this season. He was picking the ball up and running with it. He was playing instinctively. You could just tell that he wasn't thinking if this breaks down, where do I need to be? Where do I need to stand? Yeah. yeah, Very good. The old thing, eh? Playing, playing players in, 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 in the positions where they, uh, where they thrive. That's uh, simple really, isn't it? And I think it's a big Football thing. management, him, we can all do it. <laughs> I think it's a big thing, him getting the whole game in as well mm. and not being taken off and not being moved to another position to make room for someone else. He was up front the whole time, partnered with Linton at first, and then when Alex Fisher came on, he was paired with him. And yeah, it was more like the Charlie Wakefield of old. We just need to get him shooting at goal a little bit. That'd be good. Yeah, good. That's what we all want. Yeah. And I had a few um, questions from Walsall fans asking, how is Sam Perry doing? And the only reply I've had, well, he's had concussion for the last like four games, so he hasn't been playing. But how, how did he look? He played the full 90 as well, didn't he? Yeah, he, he yeah, again, it, one of those, he didn't particularly stand out, kept things ticking over nicely, didn't make any glaring mistakes. You're thinking, oh God. Um, yeah, and obviously when Diaz goes off, that was a bit of a, you know, a reshape and Sam Pearson goes into the middle. So you've got, you know, Worthy sort of the experience then in there with Perry and Pearson. But if anything, we probably looked a little bit sharper in there. I mean, it's not to say we were totally solid. We There were definitely moments where you're thinking, where's the midfield? Where's the midfield? Because there was a bit of a, a hole at points that the goalkeeper was just going over the attackers into midfield and there was space. Um, but yeah, he had he had a good game. Um, trying to think, I thought Ben Richards Everton had a really good game as well. Um, looked pretty solid. He didn't ever look overrun particularly, and 
yeah, he looks like he's getting a lot more comfortable. I was a bit, at first I was worrying he might have been a little bit pony, but he looks he looks pretty good now. You, you try telling him that he's pony. <laughs> no chance. Uh, you know, he'd had his injury, didn't he? You know, he played that Scunthorpe game, didn't have a great game against Scunthorpe when he was in the middle of the defence. Then I think he got injured after that, but now he's had a bit of a run. Um yeah, he looks, I think he looks quite comfortable and it helps having a, a left footer on that side because we're always going to play three, aren't we? I think <laughs> the change of shape is only going to be at the top end of the pitch rather than at the back end now, I think. I have a question about half time. Okay. Um, so Achiori Johnson came out very, very late for the second half. And after the match, the manager had a wry smile on his face as to why Chiori Johnson was so much more, so much more delayed coming out onto the pitch than the rest of his teammates. And I thought we could wildly speculate what he was doing in the uh, in the changing room for an extra couple of minutes during the halftime interval. Thought we could just pluck things out of the uh, thin air. A crafty what? Uh, whoa! <laughs> oh, oh, whoa! <laughs> Hang on. No, I reckon he was practicing his yo-yo. Yo-yo? Yeah. I reckon he was walking the dog and whatever else it is you do with a yo-yo. Okay. Do you think kid, kids who listen to this are going to know what a yo-yo is? Probably not, are they? <laughs> do you think kids listen to this? But, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Younger people listen to this, yeah. Ben, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think, Ben? I think he had a dodgy breakfast wrap from McDonald's oh. and was feeling it in his tummy. Oh, right. I reckon he went to one of the trees and found a few some decent conkers because we're getting to decent conker season. We are getting into decent yeah. conker season. I reckon right. he went and filled, filled a bag of conkers. Yeah. Um, I think what the manager was saying, though, was that he'd been asked a question about him missing a chance, didn't he? And I got the impression that they were giving him a bit of don't miss chances like that, jury. I thought that's what he was saying. Oh, I thought he was saying, well, he, I've, I've never seen. Poo. Yeah, I think he just needed a. <laughs> An emergency poo. Right. <laughs> right. Um, okay. <laughs> we ran out of bog Breakfast wrap it is then, yeah. <laughs> Any uh, other questions about halftime, Ben? Or is that... <laughs> um, no more questions about halftime. No more questions about possible defecation either. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, but their, their, their keeper, uh, I understand, pulled off some worldies, I think. Worldies. Don't they, yeah? That's um, the term. Would you call them worldies? I mean, he was stretched at times, but I don't... He had to make a good save from an Alex Fisher header. Um, I mean, like stretched Armstrong style? Like proper stretch, stretch, or just a it, bit? No, it was one of those good ones where he was scrambling a bit and then he like saves it and falls into the back of the post because he's got no idea where he is. Um, or he hits his back into the post. No, he, he did make some good saves. Um I think the the sound big... on the sound on the radio like proper worldies. Yeah. Okay, proper worldies. Yeah. All right. How has he not scored for the mm. um, yeah those kind of second yeah. one? We were told yeah. if we thought the first one was good, the second, the second one. one was even better. Which one? Well, for gee, the worldies. <laughs> <laughs> worldie two, not worldie one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I can't remember who it was um, from, but there were. There were two. We'll, we'll yeah, well, I, think, I think he made he made some good he did make some good saves, but you know I think we've seen Grant Smith make some better saves at points right. this season. Best keeper in the league. So yeah, 
Yeah. I, I, have a, I, have a, I have a terminology question now. Okay. Off the back of use of the word worldies, a couple of the Oval players have since social media after the win because they're also happy about it and use the word cleanos. Cleanos. To, de- cleanos to describe a clean sheet. Always nice to get three points and a clean they didn't mean Clevo, did they? They didn't mean Clevo. Oh, okay. Always no. nice to get three points in front of Clevo. Always <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think yes. that's what they meant. Um, but I just wondered what your thoughts were on the use of the word Clino to describe a clean sheet. I'm having this new newfangled terminology. I was going to say. What would no. you call it? Just a clean sheet? It's a clean sheet. Yeah. If this is some sort of TikTok FIFA 23 thing, <laughs> I want to nip it in the bud now. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not... <laughs> You get a bit funny about things like this, don't you? It's not numbers a, and things like that. It's not a clean up. Do you like do you like the term diag? No. No, I didn't think you no. would. No. <laughs> Just out there pinging diags. No, you don't ping a diag. <laughs> you don't keep a clean Can we come come well, we, we have just... now? Yeah. We don't we... generally we didn't, but true, yeah. Can we just say that uh, you, you obviously can't see these listeners, but Ben is uh, he's sat in the dark because he has a he has a, a bit of a headache, and he's wearing a pair of uh, white sunglasses, um, which will will I think Ian's taking a screenshot of this or a screeny as uh, a screeny. Call it. yeah <laughs> taking a screeny of it a screeno uh, of it so we'll, we'll we'll have to post it but just just hearing Ben look like he's in fear and loathing in Las oh, Vegas really. complaining about diags and. Cleanos. These are these these sunglasses are top of the range, elite uh, women's Euros twenty twenty two merchandise from the good people of my employers. Right. Okay. There you go. These are genuinely collector's edition. These these are <laughs> going for thousands in Milan. Yeah, they look they they look they the Paolo Maldini of sunglasses. I Correct. Think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And to be fair, they are helping. I haven't had a headache this bad in a long while, so this is oh, good times. Dear. Yeah, yeah. Before before we came on air, Ben said he needs to keep it dull, and that's why he's talking to us. Correct. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, that's taking us to the end then. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Great news. Did you? Um, I want to uh, give a shout out to Paul Swain, Robo Chap. Did you see his tweets yesterday about the um, the? Stats, the points, the games we need to win to love a stat, loves a stat. Yeah, so um, for those who've not listened or sorry, read, um, he has calculated that we need to, if we want to finish in seventh place, which is around about seventy-seven points, um, we need to win them all. Win them all. No, we need to get 20 wins, seven draws, and lose seven um, from our remaining 34 games. Uh, that would get us 67 points. Um, if we want to go up to win the league, he reckons about 94 points based on his amateur math prediction. Uh, 30 wins, four draws, and no losses. Wow. Um, and today he updated this theory because this was on the Saturday. Uh Oh no, Twitter, where have you gone? It's coming. He said that after winning yesterday, which is brilliant, our uh, uh, current uh, points per on, game rises on, to one point. Re, 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 point per game rises to one. 
the seven the hypothetical points total is still 77 but the average point drops to 1.94 per game 19 wins seven draws and seven losses to go okay or for well, the optimist 33 wins four draws and no losses to go i think we need robo chap as i'm going to call him because that sounds far cooler than paul swain um <laughs> uh, needs to keep this up he needs to keep this this up and tell us how we're doing. He needs to tell us when we can, you know, when we can give it up and when when we need to book tickets for Wembley and all those other good things. Love it. It's like a season long net run rate for a cricket chase. I like it. Clevo's going to like that little. He is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan. Yeah. Um. He, re- he also refers to himself as an unashamed Swifty fan. Can I ask what a Swifty fan is or who Swifty is? Come on. Is? No, Come no. on, it's Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift, right? Okay. Jesus Christ. Is this is this like Cleano for clean sheet? <laughs> Can you not just call her Taylor Swift? Are we sure it's not a Suzuki Swift? Might be might be Taylor Swift on a Suzuki Swift. Oh going yeah. quite swiftly. Yeah. Having a All swift right. pint. No, okay, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Kudos. But yeah. We, we have lots of moans, don't we? But I think, yeah, a good a good win. Um, played really well and yeah, uh, yeah looked comfortable too, which against, I think was against the biggest a, thing against a good team. I think we, I think it's worth highlighting. We're not playing, we weren't playing some nobody yesterday. We were playing a proper team who I know got a bit of stick um, from the gaffer afterwards. But Neil Ardy's always been a bit of a, I'm not going to say the word. Um, so <laughs> going to say a bell end, weren't you? <laughs> I, it was one. It was one of the options. Um, but Solihull, legitimately in a good place, coming into that game. Sixth, yeah. you know, thinking about knocking on on sort of that second third spot, they're within touching distance of those first two playoff spots. Um, they're they always going to be up there or thereabouts. They didn't but, look it yesterday. They really right. didn't. I, do you know what? I, I think, think Borehamwood and well, obviously Chesterfield and Borehamwood looked far better. I mean, York City looked far better. I thought they were. Yeah. They just were not at it yesterday, which is why the league is so mental, isn't it? That, you know. Yeah, and I think actually, small small comforts and all that, but we hadn't beaten teams that maybe weren't all that in a bag of chips previously. If a good team turns up and don't put it on, you've still got to get rid of them. You still got to dispatch them. Yeah, yeah. And when you bang out of confidence, just to get that ugly one nil win or just see it through as a comfortable one nil win. That's 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 going to do everybody the world of good. It's going to do absolutely everybody the world of good. And I think um, I think it's right to start saying things like right, springboard it now. Has to go on. Has to be the next thing we look back and and get because that's a a great win at a potentially great time with what's coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah, springo. That's a, a springo. This game, right. isn't it? Springbow. Springbow. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Good, it's all lovely, isn't it? I love we, it. I love we, it when yeah. it's lovely. No, we we need we need more loveliness. I think, but in um, life, more than yeah, anything. yeah. So, uh, what do we do now? I have no <laughs> idea. No. I have no idea. I'm not used it, to this. Yeah. Do you think it can be a springbow? What do we think? Can it springbow us into <laughs> um uh, into the FA Cup? I know well, we'll talk I about that come when, Thursday, when, but when you look at our run that we've got now, and I know, I think. Jake Gallagher asked us a question about this. How many points would we take? So let's just do it now. You know, we've got, was it Oldham, Oldershot, 
And who's the third one on the run? Maidstone away. Maidstone. There we go. And, and then, on 18th, older shot a 22nd and Maidstone a 21st. How many points would you be happy with? 10. Win them all. Win them all. Win them all. I know math isn't a strong point on this podcast, but yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, um, if you if right, okay. So there's two there's two answers here. If you go by the theory of draw away, win at home, five. But I think we've got to set our standards a little bit higher than that, as per RoboChat's uh, algorithms. I'd like seven, please. Which one are we drawing? <sighs> probably Oldham away. I get the feeling they're not horrendous at home. Although I haven't looked, so I'm, I'm guessing they're more than anything. <laughs> it's purely a feeling. It's not, not based on anything. Mason playing on artificial surface as well, don't they? That, that, that's always got the risk of uh, uh, yeah. tripping us up, isn't it? But, yeah, um, we'll, yeah, it's fine. We'll draw that one. We'll go to... Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll draw that one. We'll beat Oldham. They only drew two all with Scunthorpe, and Scunthorpe were absolute pap, so... Was it Maidstone who we played in the FA Cup a few years back? It was the was one it? under Storrick, wasn't it? Yeah, West Holton that... scored the win. Oh. Didn't, didn't we sign Darren Ward the morning of? Or oh, I'm sure that was... I'm no. sure Darren... So- Socklet are... got sent off, didn't he, in that game? Darren Ward right. was way before then. No, he wasn't. I don't think he was. No, Socklet got sent Paul off. Paul Storrick was... signed Darren Ward, and then um, he was like key under Darren Way after Paul Storrick got a <sighs> chop. Yeah. I haven't got a, I haven't got a team list. Krijak got sent off, didn't he? God, yeah. Oh, was it Krijak? I thought it was Sol- no, they, oh, did no, we have voted. two sent off? Yeah, they both yeah. did. Solid, solid. Sokolik. Yeah. Um, worked his Sokolik's off in the seventh minute. Yeah. And then Arthur Krijak, 57th minute, got sent off. Josh Sheehan was sacrificed for Chris Wheel. Chris interestingly, Wheel, really, in, in, interestingly, hey. Maidstone brought on a player called Alex Flisher. Close, but... What what uh, what date was it that we played them? <gasps> what date? No. Go on, tell. <laughs> the what date no- was it? The eighth of November, right? Yeah. And that's oh. when Darren Ward signed for Yeovil Town. The eighth of November. Oh, right. uh, I <laughs> okay. thought. I thought. I thought you were going to say that we're playing them on the eighth of November again. We're not. No, <laughs> we're not. We're playing Maidenhead on the eighth of November. Which is uh, close, but yeah. Wrong made. Yeah, yeah, wrong made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. There you go. I knew that. I knew he signed that morning. Hey, here you go. Um, so yeah, yeah. But we've got we've got an FA Cup game before then and a derby nonetheless. No, yeah. it's not Derby, it's Taunton. Oh, yes. A derby. Yeah. Are so, you um, hoping that we're gonna have lots of FA Cup games in the South? Again, like last year, <laughs> or would well, you this... would you like us to go north at some point? Love us, love us to go north. Um, but they that's this is the only uh, it's regionalized it. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, for qualifying round. Then you go national, yeah. doesn't it? After that, I checked the most northern team we could have drawn was Biggles Wade. Right, where's that? Nowhere near the north. Okay. Right. That's because it's regionalised for the south side. Because of the south, yeah. <laughs> south side of the draw, mate. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, yeah. So that was that was it. I did check, thinking, oh, I wonder if there's a random opposite to Gloucester, but there isn't really. Oh well, it'll be fine. We'll get we'll get we'll get Farsley in the next round. The Gloucester opposites, I like it. 
Right. Should we do some questions? I was going to say, it's like 20, it's, we're only 35 minutes in and it feels like we're done. <laughs> yeah, let's do some questions. Oh, no, hang on. Do you want to tell you about how you enjoyed being a punter again? Because you haven't been a punter for a while. No, so it was touch and go where I was going to be able to go, hence my um, not doing the BBC, but um, all the jobs got done, so I managed to secure a last-minute ticket from work. And, um, yeah, it was nice, other than having to queue at the other end. Um, yeah, can't say I soaked up much of the match day experience because I've been taking apart a kitchen all weekend, so my um, Saturday morning was spent smashing up tiles. Was um, that good fun? Yeah, it was all right, actually. Therapeutic? Yeah, very therapeutic. Um, so I had to, you know, get that job done before I could make it to the game, so it was a little bit late doors getting there, but yeah, well, you know, happy with a win, and that's the main thing that counts, isn't it, really, at the end of the day? But this is a start of a question that we've got from the, oh. the previously mentioned uh, Mr. Andrew Cleave, who said, without trying to, to begin negative Nancy... No, I was this, always one. This isn't a... This, this, isn't good luck. I don't understand what that means. Without trying to, to being negative Nancy. I think he means without trying to be a negative Nancy, this isn't a good look because he's right. retweeted the picture of the queue, which you can see the back uh, of my head in. Oh, right. Sorry. Famous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if he then he does ask, looking ahead to Taunton next weekend, can you see Chris Hargreaves doing some rotation, maybe giving Will Boots some minutes in goal? What do we think? Ben Barrow. Well, that depends on whether or not he's allowed to play. What? What? Oh, yeah, FA Cup, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I think the same would apply to others in the team: Bevan, Perry, Krask, Pearson. Isn't Will Bruce on a season-long loan for us? Yes, but if Bristol City's three goalkeepers then go and go get cropped in January, they recall him, <laughs> don't they? Um, or they go and buy another one. Or they go and buy another one. Um, or they sat their manager because um, they're getting uh, battered a bit at the minute. Um, so if he's allowed to play, yes, I would. But although the, I, there is some irony in that because he was supposed to be playing for them this season, wasn't he? He, he, there was, is. At, he was playing for them this season, yeah. Yeah, he played against us for them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Rotation doesn't sound like a good idea to me. Yeah, see, I'm I'm kind of minded to say let's stick with this and yeah. go because if we've got we haven't got a game the following Tuesday have we I think it's Saturday then Saturday you're right it is yeah I think you keep keep the momentum and hopefully you can not have to change it because obviously results have been tricky to come by we need to build a run and I think that comes from playing the same team um, obviously yeah. we're, we're going to lose out on Lawson Diath so I and, think so you, and so you have to play um, Matt Worthington because he's not available at Oldham. Yeah. So you kind of bargain on one each. <laughs> you try yeah. and get Diaz back for Oldham. Don't worry about Taunton, mate. Well, I guess he, I guess he might be back for Taunton. We don't know, do we? But you almost, I, I, I still wouldn't risk it. I wouldn't give him it. Just aim him now for Oldham. So now we have, now we're playing this. If we, if we play this system with three centre midfielders, <laughs> who are your three? Who are your three? I guess. You know, fingers crossed we'll have record on back on the left hand side and then Johnson. You put Jory right. Johnson in the middle. 
I think you need him wide. Yeah, I have mind. I think you need him wide. You've got, you've got your choices are so Worthington has to play. Perry has to play. Perry has to play, and you you either start with Pearson, or you put Williams in at the back and push Staunton forward. I reckon Pearson will go there. Yeah. Or Finley Krask. He's come on and had a couple of moments. If there is a little bit of rotation, could he be given a chance against a, a lower league team? Maybe. All these, all these are subject to their availability, aren't they? Correct, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, there is a question about Lawson Diaf that we've got from Robin Batchelor, which says, uh, Lawson has so far managed to play 11, 13 games this season. 11 out of 13. 11 out of 13, sorry. Right. I, I can't, yeah, can't understand people's <laughs> tweets today. Um, <laughs> If we get lucky and he doesn't get a big injury, oh, okay. he, he's on course. He, he's on course to play far more games than the last two seasons. Should Chris Hargreaves get some praise for managing his minutes more carefully than Darren Sell? Yes. Well, I mean, it's hard to say, isn't it? Because obviously he came back. When did he re-sign? January, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. So he'd missed half the season at that point already and i think he was brought back pretty carefully at that point he was i think i think the question might refer to actually the build up to that second injury on the last day of the season where yeah. he was probably playing when he shouldn't have been we had absolutely nobody didn't we and he was playing it right back at a time and we had absolutely no one and he probably shouldn't have been playing at the back end of what would have been that 2021 season and so maybe it's that, and yeah, I, yes. I, if you're comparing it to that point, I actually agree with. I agree with it. And again, when Chris Hargreaves was asked, he was like, "Actually, it's just a bit more precautionary. We can't afford to lose him for six weeks, so I'm just not taking the risk." Yeah. And I, isn't that exactly what we said pre-season? I'd rather have him 100% fit 40% of the time than not have him at all. Yeah. So I think I do think he's being looked after. Yeah. And, right and I think, and I think, I think he's the type of player who maybe sometimes doesn't want to be looked after. <laughs> Hence, yeah. why he played on that last game of the season and did what he did. And yeah, I yeah. think he's he's one who wants to play. And I think the time, the couple of times he's come off, when he came off yesterday, he sort of held his arms up in um, not frustration, but in another word for the F word, um, probably because he didn't really want to come off. But you know. Is what it is. Do we give um, per- perhaps equal or maybe even more credit to Scott Wickens as well? Listening to him before the mm-hmm. season, talking to you guys about the science behind everything that seems to be helping. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, anybody, yeah. anybody who's got a, a part in keeping Lawson Diaz as fit and as firing as possible for as fit for as long as possible this season gets an awful lot of credit out of me. Mm-hmm. And um, I have, I just uh, at this point, whilst we're on Mr. Bachelor's question, I had a couple of people message me saying, ketchup in a pancake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was described by one supporter who I won't mention as a terrible take. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. I mean, ketchup in a pancake, Robin. Yeah. Take a long, hard look at yourself. But no, yeah. no nobody wants a ketchup. Ugh. That's what that one worked, Ben. No, didn't it didn't. Um, I tried. I tried here. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, John M. John Tesaurus, <clears throat> after Cheery Johnson's open goal miss, I heard a lot of fans saying even I could have scored that. Well, could they? How many actual experts in the crowd do you think could score uh, score it over an actual professional footballer? Ian, you saw that miss. How many actual experts could score it over an actual press professional footballer? Experts is inverted commas, by the way. Don't know. I reckon I'd have scored it. You, you reckon, would have scored it, really? You'd have put yeah, it away. I think so. And are you an expert in inverted commas? Wow. How many people have done 200 podcasts about Yeovil Town? X standing for nothing can spurt, <laughs> meaning drip under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Um, right. Well, yeah, I th- it was definitely one of those where you can see why people like, I could have scored that because it, was, it wasn't quite an open goal miss. And like I said earlier, it was it was running at pace in towards it. But I think, was there a, did um, Stoney, message us as well i think yesterday like, or at some point he did like, he tweeted us go on i was gonna say i just want to clarify for, for just there is i i haven't even seen it and i know for a fact there is no way in hell that i could have scored it <laughs> right yeah he's already ruled himself you might have if you were in that forget all the build-up play and having a run to get to the position if you'd have been in that position me on the on that position you think you think i was and yeah. I, I scored a lot of goals at rubbish levels, and I am already <laughs> ruling myself out scoring anything <laughs> at any kind of level. No, um, not for me. Okay, well, I think you might have done and, that. And we're forgetting that he had a tactical poo, so yeah, forgiven. This is true, this is true. He, was, yes, he, this... ha- he, he hadn't had the tactical poo yet. His lower intestine was really bothering him. That's why I missed. So Stoney asked us an early GCQ right. this morning. Oh, blimey. Uh, saying, if Pearson has played wing-back in his short career, as the manager said in his post-match yesterday, why hasn't he been playing there when we didn't have a wing-back available? And if all the outfield players except the three defenders were taking shots pre-match, why didn't Johnson? I think it might have helped for that early shot that didn't go so well. Maybe he did have the poops. <laughs> he wasn't taking shots because he was on the throne. Taking something else. But that sounds like shots, yeah. <laughs> He was, yeah, he only was one away. Nah. Oh, blimey. Right. I hope, hope no one's having their cornflakes while they're listening to this. But, uh, <laughs> Cocoa pops yeah. will be worse. Oh, Jesus. Um, wow. Uh, so, oh, we've already asked Jake Gallagher's question. Hang on. We? So, the, the, the reason Pearson hasn't been playing wing back is because we've been very, very good in the other positions. He's probably been our best player this season. Yeah. So, yeah. that's why he's not been playing the wing back. Yeah. yeah, I think oh, we've just been. I think we've just been playing people in silly places. <laughs> we've just been guessing, honestly. It's, I think it's been drawn I think out. We're trying to figure. Out. Yeah, yeah. We used to when I was at at uni, we used to play a team um, that they would always just draw positions out of a hat. Yeah. Um, and yeah, maybe we've been doing that at the start of the season. <laughs> I think other than the goalkeeper, they were just like they picked out of a hat where they were playing and that was how it worked. Okay. That's what we do. We know. Yeah. Uh, Hugh issue. Statistics are always interpretive. Would we be less frustrated? And he has asterisked out certain letters in the word frustrated. So he didn't actually say it, but I did. Uh, Would we be less frustrated if 
we had the same points total, but goals for and against had been scored in a different order, i.e. points gained rather than points lost. And if so, why, given the set of final results, would remain exactly the same? So why is that? It's a great question, isn't it? Winning, winning draws uh, versus really losing draws, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It is a great question because if you are, if we were were two one down and scored a last minute equaliser away at Altrium, yeah. we'd be feeling get in. We got one. We weren't very good, but we got one over the line. We dug it out. We scored a goal that we probably shouldn't have deserved. If we were in those positions and held on, um, so yeah, comeback comebacks are always better, aren't they? Than than all about failing. the psychs, isn't it, man? Yeah, all about the psychs. Yeah. All about the mentos. <laughs> I, I think it is. It is though, isn't it? It's crazy, isn't that it? Frustration it's of not being of not being able to see out a game. It's is... because it's because you have something, you have the three points and they're taken away from you. Rather than I have a point, I have no points, and I go and get one. Snatching something from the jaws of defeat. It's a good question. Yeah, good question. Analytical. Okay. Yep. Uh, well, we've kind of gone off the um, <clears throat> the football related and sensible questions now. So um, oh, there is there is one. Oh, is there? From Have Toby we... Bushnell saying, which players outside of the normal starting eleven would you most like to see given a chance against Taunton in the FA Cup? Ollie Hayes. Did... Okay. <laughs> Who do you we... want to see, Dave? I thought we'd cover it because we said we'd keep the same team. That's what that, that's what I would say anyway. Well, there's. Also, it's worth noting, you get seven subs in the FA Cup. And if we have got a couple of loanies that can't play or a couple of injuries that don't get there, give me Benjani on the bench. That's all I'm saying. I tell give you me Benjani on the bench. Grant Smith went down again and had to have treatment. Oh, I was going to ask about this. I'm not sure what happened. Well... But it was off the ball type. Was it a tactical thing? Because he's done it a few times now where he just kills the game to allow a moment of reorganization instruction giving grab a drink is it a real thing <laughs> it's in the dark arts i i think it might be a bit of skullduggery oh maybe i b- bear in mind i've not seen any of this i have no <laughs> idea i'm guessing i'm completely guessing but i, I just wonder I don't know because he yeah, obviously had one. that groin problem, didn't he, last season? Yeah, but if you if you had a proper problem, you'd have a keeper on the bench. You don't. This is a reoccurring thing, and we don't have a keeper on the bench. All right. Okay. I'm just. That's my. All right. If you think badly on our players, you think I don't think they've got, they've got low moral character no, and are willing no, to. I don't think like that. <laughs> I think I think they've just learned from the Barnet game. <laughs> Dale Gorman. Yes, Dale Gorman's rubbed you get up on seven him. subs. We get seven subs. So if we are a couple of players light, give me Benjani. And then when we're five nil up with well, ten minutes, can I, to go, can I say Charlie Bates? On. Charlie Bateson is the uh, is the striker in form. Do it. Got six goals so get far for the under 18s Get him in. Do it. Yeah. Justice for Charlie. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we have had some questions because I did put the questions on Facebook as well. The, the, the call for Oh no, have we got some there too? Well, we've got one. Uh, oh, okay. Um, but we, we did get one through Facebook chat from Ryan Croucher, which I have to say, Ryan, you, 
you're, you're dicing, you're, you're, you're asking not to get this question asked because it's just far too many. There's only so many channels that these questions can come through. We're going to miss one and that is probably going to be it. So if you want to take the risk of firing in questions through Facebook chat, then, yeah, good luck to you. But he asks, if this team were a meal deal, what meal deal would it be? Tell mm. Ben didn't see that question because he would have had an answer. I, I think know, I didn't see he would have had one lined up. Um, yeah. Um, they would be, you know, when you get a, oh, I've got, I've got one. Here you go. So, um, festive sandwich that you weren't expecting to have cranberry sauce in that did. Right. Because okay. you're really looking forward to it. It's really good. It's one of the best sandwiches of the year, but it's just so <laughs> damn frustrating that they put the damn cranberry in there. <laughs> And which 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 player in our team is the uh, is the cranberry? Um, I don't think we have a player that's the cranberry sauce. <laughs> just just ta- tactical cranberry. Yeah, sauce. There's some, <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of tactical cranberry sauce about it. There is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're not we're we're not making enough of the bacon. Our star mm-hmm. man on the right. Right. So. Um, I had a uh, question. I had a question emailed to me, Dave. Oh, did you? Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Let me just is... boot up the fax machine, see if anyone's dialed in. <laughs> Wait, so there's a pigeon just appeared at the window. Right? <laughs> this was uh, from Matt, and he said uh, he had a chat with Jamie Record after the game, and it sounds like he might be available next week. Uh, Record. If he slots in at left wing back, Johnson at right wing back, Richards, Everton, Bevan, Staunton, and Williams, blimey, that's a good sounding platform for the defence. Sounds like a league winning defence, that to me, mate. Is this a question or is this a sentence? And there, well, that was, then there's a couple of questions. Uh, having Wakefield, Pearson, Linton, you name it going forward, do we have a serious reason for optimism? I think so. Optimism? And hope so. Optimism yeah. on this podcast. Yes, we will not have this kind of ridiculous optimism. Negative Nancy's only, yeah. And are we now going to see the results that recent, particularly home performances, have deserved? Is this the dawning of a new season? Yes. Come on, I am going to follow. What was his name? Matt. Matt, I'm following you into this bright new future. Be like uh, Matt. Hashtag be like Matt. Absolutely. He sent this email at 5.37 because he'd been watching the baseball playoffs. Nice. Matt, I love it. I love it. I imagine him like necking cans of monster and then just screaming at a picture of Chris Hargreaves that he's got on his wall. Like, <laughs> come on, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for it. Be more Matt. That is what I'm saying. Oh, Ben's gonna be Ben. Oh, I'm with him. I'm with him. <laughs> yeah, Do it. Yeah. Do it. Be, be more, more Matt. Matt. Yeah. Be more Matt. I was yeah, no, fine. Go for it. Do it. Yeah. Someone take the mantle on. We need more of it. <laughs> the Matt mantle. Um uh, okay. Well, there, as we, uh, I was going to ask the the, the question um, from uh, Sweeter because you talked about cranberry sauce. So Sweeter asked, any plans for Christmas? Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping to be Somerset bound if the boss allows. If you're listening, yeah. boss, yeah. please can I have Boxing Day off? Thanks, mate. Cheers. Um, that'd be nice. That would be nice. Okay. And yeah. who knows? Maybe even a trip to the English Riviera. Talky. Talky. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's talky, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know yet. No, no plans. I have a, I have a, I have a follow-up question. Okay, Dave, what, what are your Christmas plans first? I, I, I don't know what mine are yet. No. Oh, a bit, bit early. Um, 
uh, what percentage would you say of Christmas shopping is done in the Perkins Coates households? Zero. 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 It's the ninth of October. I'm I'm at least thirty three percent sorted. Really? Mimey. Have been have been for a little while. You put far too much thought into this, Ben. But yeah, there's another. Is everyone walking down like the seasonal aisles in the supermarkets now and thinking a little bit Christmassy? Because Toby Bushnell's asked, "How did none of you choose knife in the utensil question a few episodes ago?" I hope you're looking forward to the Christmas turkey carved by your spoons. That's why I went for a fork. I think you could give it a good go with a fork. Yeah. Yeah, but the, while, whilst you make a good Spike point in and... isolation, Toby, I would yeah. say this. You can't yeah, live good... the rest of your life with yeah. just a knife. No. Good luck eating well, your rhymes, your knife. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get that on a T-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't okay. live your knife with just a... can't live your knife with just a life. No, other way yeah. around. Yeah. I screwed um, up my own merch label. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, well, the question we got via Facebook was from uh, one that Dave Pryor, and he asked, oh, go on then, seeing as I'm not on Twitter, winky face, um, my boy <laughs> will be here in January, which I'm guessing means that Dave is going to become a father. Congratulations, Dave and Mrs. Dave. How do you suggest I get him into football, and in particular, the Oval? Glover's cast on whilst I feed him carrot sticks and hummus, maybe. <laughs> What do you think? Yeah, well, it would, Addy, Addy listened to the Glover's cast during... During what? Don't say conception. During childbirth, wasn't oh, it? Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Not that Paddy was giving birth, but... Um, well, that, there's a good way there, Dave. I would say put headphones around Mrs. Dave's stomach. Yeah. So that it's sort of, you know... They'll immediately come out thinking negatively about Yeovil Town and that will set them up for life. They'll know exactly, you know, yeah. not to raise their hopes too high. Which, which episode should Dave introduce his newborn child to? I reckon the uh, Legends game. The Legends game one. Yeah. Was that yeah. a bit too happy? I was very happy. But that's fine. <laughs> it can only get worse from there. <laughs> oh, come on. This, we're being happy here, aren't we? <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, All Legends game. Positivity will be will be hauled up for defamation of our own character at this rate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, similar question actually, because oh, James God. Drew says my daughters my daughters support Yeovil, poor girls. I have a newborn son. Should I let him have the misery, have a life of misery supporting Yeovil? Or lie to him and say I'm from Manchester. I'm not sure being from which well, side Manchester, of Manchester yeah, you exactly, say yeah. you're from, doesn't it? Yeah. Can I? This is a this is a safe space, right, everyone? Yeah. And you're not going to tell anybody. No. My son, on the way to a birthday party this morning, as we drove past Ellen Road, without prompt or hesitation, without my wife in the car, looked at the stadium and pre- 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 provided me with what, what can only be described as a Leeds, Leeds, Leeds salute. Mm, no. I fear that my life. Has has pretty much finished at this point. Failed um, as a father. I, I have saying. I have failed as a father. It was uh, it's, it's the reason I've got this headache actually. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, let me let me give you one word of advice. Whatever you can do to prevent the moment that you offer him the uh, Manchester shirt of choice or a Yeovil shirt, and the child chooses the other one, is a moment 
you never really get over. And I'm not sure I have either. My boy has both shirts, Leeds and the Yeovil, and green one's getting a little dusty. No, no. So you get him the Palmer Violet one instead. No, I got him the green one. Oh. Well, I, I came home yesterday in my Yeovil shirt and was, you know, told Freddie that we'd we'd won. He was like, Yes, well done, Yeovil. Mm. And yeah. was, you know, well into it. And he's got the shirt. I need to take him, really. He needs to Hashtag experience the... Hashtag be more Freddy, I say. Yeah. 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 I'm, li- I'm liking it. Yeah. Um, we've got one more question. And it is from a Ben Barrett 10. And the question is... Nice guy. If you cooked two separate lasagnas, but then put one on top of the other to serve... Would you still have two lasagnas or just one big lasagna? It's a great question. <laughs> it's a great question. It's now, Hugh, life's great unanswerable question. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh, Hugh has um, uh, uh, answered it and said, as only one cheesy pangratato topping would survive, as toasty crispy uh, uh, would, would survive as toasty crispy, which is the best part in the double lasagna instead of two. Who would be stupid enough to even think of doing this? Me. Um, that, <laughs> that, that doesn't answer the question. Okay. Um, I'd say you have one, one, one big lasagna. One lasagna. Yeah, yeah, I would say you'd have one, but I so, like you would be disappointed to lose one of the crispy toppings. Crispy toppings. It's still in there. No, it's yeah. not, because it would all just get... It would be soggy, wouldn't it, by the time you got yeah. to it? Yeah. yeah. So you could, you could essentially have infinite lasagnas. I thought you said you could have sensually had it. Then I was like, <laughs> you you with you your lasagna? can do that. If you if that's how you want to take your bolognese and your, and your lasagna sheet, that is your business. It's 2022. No one's judging. Did you um, see Matthew Philip Long's reply? Surely it's cake rules. You'd have one two-tiered lasagna. Hang on. Cakes have rules? I do. Yeah. Well, this is a new <laughs> thing. Cake rules. I think, think, Matt, if you can clarify what cake rules are. Yeah. Uh, bring it to the table at the next Glover's cast and we'll we'll discuss cake rules. I want yeah. to see these cake I, rules. I, yeah. I especially want to see the Jaffa cake at Adadendum. Um to uh <laughs> Wow. That wasn't even a word. Yeah. Wasn't Adadendum. Word. Adadendum. What was I trying to say? Addendum. Addendum. I added I added an ad to the Adadendum. Add, 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 add. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Addendum. But yeah. I want to see the Jaffa cake clause in this in these cake rules. Yeah. How's your head, Ben? Absolutely throbbing. Yeah. Should we I let you go? Yeah. Uh, you're more than welcome to do so. But yes, it's been it's been fun. I I I've enjoyed my Sunday wanting to do this. <laughs> That's been my overriding <laughs> feeling. Nothing personal against you two, but there's been a few weeks where I thought I don't think I really want to do this podcast. It's not been my most fun hour of my life, but we go through it. And this week, I'm like, I can't wait to talk to the lads tonight. Oh, and we've had go. some fun. And we've had some fun. And all the good people who were listening as well. Uh, and, and, and do you know what we should say? People have been saying nice things again this week. Mm. Even like, Darren Sal. I don't like it when people say nice things. There you go. I thoroughly enjoyed your Tony Pennock conversation, lads, by the way. Thank you. Glad, glad you enjoyed that one. It was very good. Yeah. One person said some not nice things, but we'll leave yeah. that there, I think. We'll, we'll, we'll leave the negative Nancys to where they are. Yeah. Hi, Nancy. <laughs> Right, on to the FA Cup. See you in the week, boys. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. 
Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trump. Goal. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 